Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Kids' Corner. And I have a feeling that Mr. Jacobs' radio is going to be switched on. And we'll all get to join our friends on the Kids' Corner. There's sure to be programs, songs, and tons of fun. So get ready. There's no telling what kinds of adventure and lessons are in store on this week's Kids' Corner. Well, here we go. How are things going back here, you guys? We're good, Mr. Jacobs. Are there a lot of people out there? It's pretty full out there, Monica. These drama shows have earned a bit of a reputation for being quality entertainment. Well, they won't be disappointed. Hey, Carson. Is that my stack of scripts? Huh? Oh, yeah. When are we starting, Mr. Jacobs? I'll just check in with Ashley, and then I'll go out on stage. Okay. Is everything okay, Sam? Huh? Yeah. I just don't know how prepared I am for a drama show right now. You'll be fine. Besides, we've got paws and tails before anything we're in. That's true, I guess. Still, there's there's a lot going on today. Are you worried that the show won't be a good one? Well, there's always something that can go wrong. I just don't know if I'm that something. We can pray about it if you want. I don't think we have time to pray, Monica. Yeah, curtain goes up any second. But didn't you just say that Paws and Tails goes on before us? But that's different. We've still got a lot to do before we go on. How long could praying take? It's just asking God to help us. I don't know. Oh, it looks like Mr. Jacobs is getting ready to start the show. But what if something goes wrong because we didn't pray? You'd better pray quick then. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kids' Corner Drama Show. A time where we listen to radio programs and act out dramas for you to enjoy. The proceeds of this show will go towards helping those in need and maintaining a safe environment for children in our community. I'm sure you're ready for a performance, and to start everything off, here's Paws and Tails. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the fantastic drama, The Starfish and the Storm, an adapted biblical teaching about trusting God. Once upon a time, under the ocean waves, there was a starfish. Nice to meet you. This starfish enjoyed living in the ocean, and every day he would eat oysters to his heart's content. Mmm, slimy. One day, a very worried fish swam up to the starfish with some terrible news. Swim away, swim away. A big storm is coming. A storm? Why would I worry about that? We live in the ocean. You don't have to worry about what happens above water. And what do you know about weather? You're just a starfish. Yeah, and you are? I am a weather loach. It's been scientifically proven that I know a lot about the weather, and a big storm is on its way, and it's going to blast everything that isn't tied down. Aren't loaches freshwater fish? How are you? Are we seriously talking about this? The point is, a storm is coming! And with that, the fish swam off, leaving a rather confused yet worried starfish in her wake. What am I going to do? I can't swim faster than a storm! Why don't you join me? Huh? The starfish looked around and saw a little barnacle clinging to a giant boulder. Are you going somewhere to hide from the storm? Oh no, I'm gonna hold on tight and ride it out. Won't you get washed away? Nope, I just use this big boulder as a shelter. If any strong currents come along, I'm safe on the other side. Does it work? My family has been doing it for years. Besides, it's not like there are any better options for you. 
It's true. The starfish climbed up onto the side of the boulder and held on tight. Just as he did so, the sea turned dark. It's here. Swim for your lives. The water started moving faster. Sand was blown off the seabed and fish scattered trying to find safety. Lightning flashed in the sky above as the currents got even stronger. Coral snapped. Small stones were caught in the blast of water. But all the while, our starfish friend and the barnacle held on tight, hiding in the safety of the boulder. Woohoo! That was fun! That was amazing! Thank you for sharing your hiding place. No problem. The moral is that when things get hard, scary, or just downright bad, God is always there for us. He tells us in his word that if we trust him, he will give us peace, strength, and wisdom when we need it, just like a boulder in the midst of a mighty storm. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the brilliant drama, The Dark Street, an adapted biblical teaching about camaraderie. Once upon a time, there were two turtle scouts. Hi, I'm Cassandra. And I'm Violet. We love being part of the turtle scouts. I sold the record amount of turtle scout pies last year. See my patch? Okay, scouts, come to attention. It's that time of year again. Pie season? Yes, pie season. You know the drill. You're out there trying to sell pies to different neighborhoods. Here's your assignments. Ooh, I got Sunny Street. That's great. A lot of people buy pies there. You'll have lots of sales for sure. What street did you get? I'm sure it'll be just as... Oh, no. Haymaker Drive? Haymaker Drive was the scariest street in town. The sidewalks were cracked. The old trees blocked out the sun in the summer and made strange, stripy shadows in the winter. And almost every house had a big, mean dog that would bark ferociously if you so much as looked at them. Is that right? Oh, yes. I know it's not an easy street, and we've never made a sale there, but that's why we're sending our best pie seller there. I know you'll do fine. Violet wondered if no one had made a sale there because no one ever made it out of Haymaker Drive alive. Actually, that hadn't occurred to me. Thanks a lot. On the day of the pie sale, the scouts made their way to their assigned streets. Violet and her wagon passed dozens of scouts going to pretty houses and kindly people buying generous amounts of Turtle Scout pies. Before long, she had arrived at her dreaded destination. Okay, Violet. You can do this. You mean we can do this? Cassandra, what are you doing here? Rule 41 in the Turtle Scout handbook. Never let a friend sell pies on a scary street alone. I'm pretty sure that's the rule about not playing with fire. Whatever. Are you going to stand here, or are we going to sell some pies? The day of sales on Haymaker Drive were just as creepy as you might imagine. Yeah, what? Good morning, sir or madam. I'm... Yeah, yeah, what you selling? Pies. Turtle Scout pies, to be exact. Would you like some? Depends. Are they made of real Turtle Scouts? Uh, nice talking with you. Uh, have a good day. Hey, come back! You haven't met Heston yet! Good boy, Heston. It was a really hard day of sales. The scouts never knew what was behind each door that they knocked on. But soon, it was over. That's the last one. Do we miss any? I don't think so. 
Look how many pies we sold. That's great. Troop leader Jenny was right. You are the best pie seller in Turtle Scout history. That's not what she said. Besides, I couldn't have done it without you, Cassandra. Rule 41, my friend. Rule 41. Are you sure that's not the one about playing with fire? The moral is that sometimes hard things happen. These can make people feel sad, lonely, or even afraid. That's why God has given us each other. He tells us to be brave when we see someone going through a hard time and to make sure they know they aren't alone. This might mean you'll feel sad too, but like the Turtle Scouts in the story, when you go through something hard with somebody, they can do the impossible. Thank you. We're so glad you could come out and enjoy our presentation this morning. And don't forget to come back next week for this year's second summer drama show. Same time, same place. And don't forget to tell all your friends. That went really well. Yeah, I didn't mess up anything. Only two more of these shows to go. Great job, everyone. It's amazing how these shows always come together. Good thing I got to pray before the show. That is a good thing, Monica. I did too. Oh good. I was sure I was the only one. Everyone else seemed to be too busy. Way to throw us under the bus there, Monica. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was pretty hectic back here, but thankfully everything turned out well. I guess I don't understand. Do we have to pray if we want things to work out? That sounds a little, I don't know, superstitious to me? That's a good question, Sam. A lot of people think that if we pray, then whatever we pray for will work out fine and our lives will be easy. Isn't that what the Bible says? Um, kind of. But praying to God isn't like a lucky charm or spell that we can cast to make everything work out the way we want it to. He's not a genie or something out to grant wishes, but he is a good father. And like it says in Matthew 7:11, he's happy to give us good gifts. So things will work out if we don't take time to pray then? Mm, perhaps. But I think we need to realize that prayer is bigger than a request line. It's a conversation and a relationship with God. He wants to be involved with every part of our lives. The thing is, sometimes we replace him with idols. Idols? You mean like ancient gold statues or something? Not quite, Carson. Idols are anything that get in our way of spending time with God and trusting him. Sometimes we trust in having money or friends or even getting things done to the point that they take our trust away from the one who cares for you so much that he gave everything so we could be close to him. And like it says in Exodus 20 verse 5 and 34 14, this doesn't sit well with him. That makes sense. All that to say the reason we need to take time out of our day to pray is to get to know God and to make sure that we are trusting him and not anything else. Not to try to get what we want from him. Exactly. Well. That's given me a lot to think about. I know sometimes I get so busy that I forget that God wants to be a part of my life. Me too. I think it's something that we all have to work on. See you guys next week? I'll be here. Great. Want to turn off the radio before we head out, Carson? Sure.